Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be. Welcome to the One Perspective to Another podcast. This is episode number 66. We on Route 66. Had to take a little pit stop, had to refocus, had to get shit in order. Last back half of 2019 coming on, just had to take a break from doing all the the shit on the side, the shit on the middle of the plate, just taking time for self to reflect and just getting a little jump start. But this is episode 66. We are back in full force. This episode is going to be on straight up just a joker, just a joker, a little joker review, maybe a little China uh, talk. So I hope everybody's well back on the grind. Podcast flow is back. Um, let's get into China real quick in this NBA thing. Just wanted to share my little thought one time. Like it, all the hoopla, all the LeBron talk. I'm sure you've heard it all by now. It just all boils down to money. Wherever the money goes, that's where the flow goes. We live in a capitalist world. That's how you got to do it. So with that being said, like you can't slice it no other way. Companies are moving President Trump is putting tariffs on China. Just read that Apple's moving its uh, MacBook Pro uh, creation into Texas, no longer in China. And then it boils down to the moral part about it is what's going on in Hong Kong. Is you got to remember that China has been at war with itself, with warlords for the longest of times. And Hong Kong is that place that it's just different. They were under, uh, I think it was uh, Britain or England or somewhere for a 99-year or 100-year uh, lease, and they were under their jurisdiction. So now that lease is up, and uh, China don't want that bullshit. So money and politics, whatever it always is. But, uh, yeah, just wanted to get that out. And now we just going to hop into this Joker shit. There are rarely, rarely, rarely times where movies like change the culture and the movies that did this to m- the most to me were Avengers and Us of 2019. And I'm officially adding Joker to this list for many different reasons. Great work of art. Great acting. Um, I'm just going to say off the bat. Uh, this is the best Joker to me out of everybody. Uh, I know everybody was all on Heath Ledger and shit, but don't get me wrong. He did a, every, all of them did a great performance, but Heath Ledger, he was a supporting actor. He's only on screen for like a shorter amount of time, but Mr. Joaquin, this was his movie. And the thing that I love the most about this movie is I feel that this movie takes place in the Joker's mind. So that's another reason why I think it's the best to me. But this movie over the weekend now, it is about to be the end of October, made $610 million worldwide. Shout out to DC for being dark and getting this movie out. Uh, two hours, perfect. Could have been a little bit longer, but I like the way they did with it. Uh Time-wise, the shots, the cinematography, the the 1980 flow, I loved it all. Um, yeah, because this movie, 
us and Avengers, I don't think has been talked about in conversations with people, social media, podcasts, YouTube, the whole nine. So just questions that I had off the top about this movie is like, is he laughing or is he crying? This movie is about a lot of pain, a lot of broken systems, a lot of uh, mental awareness things, a lot of emotional intelligence kind of things. Because having conversations with people, a lot of people that I talked to felt that they were the Joker. Not in the sense of like the extremes, but just boiling down to not being seen, not being heard, not being uh, in the limelight and just living a life that you just don't know how to completely accept. And a lot of people live that life. That's why I feel a lot of people related to it. But then on the other side of the spectrum, it's those people who thought that this movie was too much and that it was too dark and too sickening. But my retort to that is that, like, this is some people's lives. This is people's real lives. It's not in the sense of that they just going around killing people. It's the sense of them not being heard and not being seen and dealing with personal demons inside of their bodies and their minds that they can't always control and the effects that people or the the aftermath and the effects that situations present to people and how they are affected afterwards for example spoilers if you ain't seen the movie there's a scene where he gets beat up and they take his sign those are a lot of times in people's lives especially in high school you talk to people who have depression and anxiety and stuff like that and tell their stories. A lot of their issues started and stemmed from being in high school and not being welcomed and not being in the the limelight and being the quote-unquote loser. Like me growing up, that was like always just a part of like high school. That's a part of growing up. Either you got it or you don't. And you could break it down to like we are higher people because we are more accepting and we can see that people are going through those situations and there's no need for people to feel like they are lesser but at the times like personally even me just having to unlearn things that I've learned before that everybody is worth something everybody is worth mattering not always everybody's opinion is worth something but you as a person and living your life is worth something so with that being said like it or circling back to the things that he dealt with was he had a dis not a disability a disorder where he laughed uncontrollably at the wrong times he was a pathological liar and those things in the real world where you living with people that don't know and that's where mental health comes into play too like he had a card that said hey i have this and this may seem strange and a lot of people wouldn't quote unquote real life have never dealt with somebody who has anxiety or schizophrenia or depression and just like it's not quote unquote normal and it's not perceived as normal so they don't know how to react they don't know how to tell the difference so when you know something that you don't like you're just gonna talk shit about it and that's exactly what happened to him and it's really unfortunate because that's another reason why I like the movie so much because it's set in the 1980s, but this shit is still happening in today's world. And a lot of people aren't able to recognize and don't have the emotional intelligence to know that that quote unquote forever saying that hurt people hurt people. And like if something bad happens to you, you're going to put that pain on somebody else because situational awareness, I'm putting everything full circle. Like you got to be aware of what you put out into this world and what. You're an accepting of this world. And a lot of people do not know how to do that and don't know 
anybody to help do that. That's why therapy and, excuse me, going to like group counseling and stuff like that is becoming more prevalent in today's world. So with them doing this Joker movie set in the 1980s, there is no social media for them to escape to or to feel comfortable about. So when you see the Joker and the things that he does, he just is in his own world. And going back to the movie, I think this whole thing stems off him and his medicine because it was a scene in the movie where he said that I'm not taking my medicine anymore and I feel completely fine. So this is where the mind fuck comes for me and me thinking that this whole thing that we saw in the movie was just a figment of his imagination because he also said there was a time where life is just multiple choice and these are the moments in where his life he chooses multiple choice. And going back and forth, like I've seen it three times now, like the only times I feel that are real are the times where his laugh is off and his laugh. Nobody else is laughing. It's just him. So those are the moments that I feel are real, like where he was in the uh, the la- uh, the comedy club, where he was walking down the street, where he was on the stairs. Like it shows his growth. It shows him like going through the motions and becoming the Joker. But I also think that this is him telling the story. I literally think that we are inside of the Joker's mind, like the cerebral part of him that makes him want to become or show his growth and how he became this and how he had to deal with cops and deal with his mom and deal with finding out about his dad. So I just think this all was in his mind. And this is just one version of many different multiple choice uh situations about his life like a lot of the symbols and the the pain that he was dealing with was real but this is just how he portrayed it to the audience um in comparison i think this movie was just as good as a dark knight because it shows his his demons and what he had to do to get through them uh in dark knight batman had to climb out of cave and in joker he had to climb upstairs like that's it's not the same thing, but that's what the symbol is. Like every first scene or first act, he climbing up the stairs. He just fuck life, about to get fired. Um, don't know what to do. Stage two, he coming down the stairs. He no one got kind of a plan. Don't really know what he wants to do after that. Then stage three, coming up and down the stairs in a different fashion but he's the joker he has his mask on he has his his nice suit on he know exactly what he wants out of life he got the relationship he got the the money he got his he's off his pills he's in control and you see how society is treating him and he's like fuck that i don't need to do that shit no more i don't need to do what's right i need to do what's best for me um yeah so it's it's just a great piece of art to me in that sense because I, I love to see people in a movie like go through difficult times and then rebound and then triumph. And I think that's the part where people get turned off by this movie because his triumph triumph was him killing people and I understand that like, yeah, you're not supposed to kill nobody, but it's at the end of the day, like if you ain't got enough sense and enough power to understand like where this man is coming from and i guess that's just something that's on your behalf and you gotta learn to understand thing outside the box a lot but there's that's why a lot of people relate to him 
I've made a quote or read a quote saying that uh, as kids, we love to be the superheroes. But as adults, we understand the villains even more because from the Joker's perspective, nothing that he was dealing with or wanted for the world around him was wrong. He was mistreated. He was beaten up. He was treated like a piece of shit. Nobody respected him. And he did literally nothing wrong to the world. So when that person finally gets the balls to do whatever the fuck that they need to do to get confidence in themselves, the amount of pain and turmoil that he's been dealing with as a child, it just comes out. And that's why I think it was beautiful, because a lot of people in our time today are dealing with those things currently. And maybe it's because people are afraid that they know these people or maybe they're afraid that they have to have conversations with these people because at the end of the day, the world is black and white, but it has a lot of grays around it. And I asked a question uh, on Instagram a couple couple days ago asking what's more powerful, celebrity or society? And I think it came back like it was 90% society. And I was thinking like really put me in a, not a a place, but just like I really wanted to dive into this movie and it made me ask the question of, who is more uh, powerful society or celebrity? And it made me think about society is the reason that we have evil because there's, it's this whole group of people that create a consensus towards something that you may not like. And when you put society on an individual, like sometimes that's too much for a person to control. And I think that's what happened to the Joker. So he's flipped the tables and put society on celebrity that's why he killed the um the night show host i forgot his name can't think of it right now but he made it a spectacle he didn't he's not a celebrity he is society in a celebrity form if that makes any sense i've been in whole mind fuck about this shit but it's just really deep and interesting to me because i like to understand people's perspectives and people's psyches and why people do what and do whatever they do that's why i love the movie so much and uh yeah but like i said as a man who's been abused like how can you not feel for him in matters of life and death when is it wrong when is it right do you feel like what the joker did was right do you feel like what he did was wrong does it make you feel uncomfortable i think that's a lot another topic that a lot of people felt it made them feel really uncomfortable But when I first watched it the first time, I wasn't uncomfortable at all because I saw a lot of people in the current world that we live in right now. And not to say in a negative sense, but just people navigating and people dealing with hurt and pain and not fully understanding why and how to cope and understanding like going to therapy and going to just talking to your your family, your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, like. Ego is a big-ass thing to control, and I think that's something that the Joker portrays really well in the movie because no matter what you do, you're always going to have to make a choice. I always say choice, not chance, determines your destiny, when technically destiny don't exist because destiny is already going to happen. But um, when the Joker did these things, it, it put in perspective how... A single choice can put you on a different path in the blink of a second. But in my 
theory, I guess you could say, the Joker knew every every path. And that's why I put him on that same intellect path as if you watch the Batman movie because you got to be real cerebral to make up the kind of shit that the Joker does. And I like the way that they presented him, like kind of like in the movies and the DC cartoons when he snuck into uh, the place to meet his quote-unquote dad. Like that's how the Joker just miraculously just winds up places. But then at the same time, it could just be a part of his dream. Excuse me. So who knows? But we've been we were watching life through his eyes. Like he's is he mentally ill or does he know exactly what he's doing? Is he schizophrenic? So a lot of things left for interpretations. But this is just my interpretation of the thing. Do we really know what his reality is? Do we know what their reality is? They flipped the script at the end saying that. The Joker is the reason why his father died instead of the reason instead of uh, it just being a random creation. But the Joker created Batman in this uh, version of it. So we'll see how they go on moving forward, how they go creating these more dark cinematic uh, DC universes. I really like it. I really enjoy it because I don't want to see cookie cutter shit all the time like don't get me wrong i love marvel i love the whole infinity saga but these dc movies like i'm not a hardcore dc fan or anything like that but i do love their animated cartoons and this is like an animated cartoon on the uh the next level uh on the movie screen so (laughs) um and it it the uh, <clears throat> excuse me has a whole plethora of places where they can go with Arkham Asylum and just all the villains that come out of there and just creating creating crazy and creating havoc and just showing how Batman has to deal with all this shit and like him having his morals of like I can't kill anybody because of society and then you got the joker that i can kill people because of society it's just a big ass brain fucking i like that that war within your mind and yourself to just shout out to town business them cops um to just be alert and aware of what's going on in the world um because it's a lot of his relationships or bruce wayne relationships that i feel are created with this version of the Joker and his being with the Joker. I'm sure later on they'll find out, but just to create the narrative of him and uh, or Joker and Batman being related was a great little twist. I don't think I've ever seen that in any uh, like movie version, but I'm pretty sure like it's comic books and different areas that people venture down because comic books you can go down any narrative that you want to when a movie is gotta be either one way or not or the other but uh yeah that's my little uh review i think i got everything out i wanted to say on it just about joker being alone and broken the symbols of pain being pathological liar Asking the question, was it real or was it fake? Was this in his mind? Um, Being just as good as Dark Knight. um, Convinced myself that society creates as evil. Uh, 
Um, it's just a whole different ball game. Just a whole bunch of levels of just a joker. So shout out to Mr. Phoenix. Definitely the best joker to me. I love the uh, just the rise and fall of the joker himself. Definitely a movie that I would fucking actually pay to see. I actually did. Regular price and Tuesday for the five or six. They added a dollar to it. But um, what do you think? What do you think about the Joker? Let me know. Don't forget to like, share, comment, subscribe. Uh, tell two friends to tell two friends. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, back on this podcast grind. Um, next week, I'm doing a podcast on my mother. It will be her anniversary and I'm just going to give a little shout out and love and just tell a few stories and what I've been doing and how I've been coping with those things. Because it's important to tell a story, just like you said in the Joker. So without without further ado, uh going to put on the sleeper of the week. Um, stay tuned. Don't forget to, like I said, tell two friends to tell two friends. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Still don't